0: WPHT, WPHTHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. 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 It's Cale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
1: Go live on this Thursday, January 18th. It is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855 839 1210 is the phone number at 1210 WPHT on social media. I am at Nick Kale, K A Y A L. Don Stenzelin with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, the associate producers. Another Arctic winter wonderland morning Ooh. was to, well. Actually, it's a little bit of a boost on. And by the way, how are you this morning?
2: I'm good. Yeah, we're we're thawing out.
1: Yeah, we're falling out. We're up to 24 today Ooh. right now. So that'll be nice, Gregory. How are uh, you? Hi. How are you? it okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Working our way towards the weekend. Working our way towards warmer weather. And we've got a lot of good stuff to get to today. First of all, our buddy, our pal, the great Sean Farage yeah. is coming Woo. up at 9 right. o'clock. Trump impressionist. Great impersonator of Donald J. Trump. He's got all sorts of new content and material to roll out. So we will have a few laughs with him. A big take this morning on Ron DeSantis. Uh oh. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put Mr. Mustard in the spotlight one last time <laughs> before he rides off into the sunset. We're actually into the sunshine and the warmth of the great state of Florida. Also, Donald Trump caught red handed. <laughs> we will have the details. As the internet almost broke you know, yesterday. You know what's funny? Don reported this yesterday mm-hmm.
0: I, I I had I hadn't seen the picture. I know. And I, I didn't even know really what you know she was talking about. Yeah. And then I got home yesterday and I saw the picture. And I'm just like, what the hell is that? Some are
1: saying it's ketchup. Mm. No, I know mustard. what it is. mustard well, it's not mustard. Stop, Ron. Oh, Ron. Mustard's yeah. yellow. Ron is wrong as usual. Yes. Ketchup is red. Not, not a jelly donut. Wait, wait.
0: Don't, don't give away the ending, Dawn. But you know what it is? Yep. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And uh-huh. it's not what James Carville says it is, right? <laughs> Did
1: you see what James Carville said no. it was? No. Syphilis.
2: <laughs> He's just, that's nasty.
1: Wrong presidential candidate. That would be Bill Clinton, allegedly. I'm telling I'm speculating. you, James Carville went on his YouTube uh, that's uh, nasty. show and
0: said, he has talked to doctors and it it, it yeah. is syphilis. It, okay.
1: Well, you think did, he, Carville think he was thinks it's syphilis. I think he was joking. I'll speculate and then Dawn will just squash it all with the actual facts. That's the way this program usually <laughs> works. So we (laughs) we will get to that coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour. We have updates in the insane state of California on the football front. We will give you these two updates. Trump and Nikki set their sights on New Hampshire. We've got polls. We've got money being spent. And also, later this morning, men versus women. I think it's time we settle this once and for all, okay? Just in general. Mm. Men, Uh women, who's right, who's wrong. We've got scientific studies. Do we? To back up my beef. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah? So we're going to have like a battle of the sexes? This will be a clip that goes to Twitter today, is my guess. Okay. Yes. So uh, I'll say stuff wow. that's wrong again, and then brought a <laughs> flamethrower, <laughs> hit, and uh, you know, that'll be it. By the way, Walton K. Martin on the YouTube, sh-
0: by the way, streaming live on YouTube, youtube.com uh, slash uh, at 1210 WPHD says, so what miserable news... Do you have for us today Nick Dawn Stalker play some music the hell with the
1: news I agree you know what we'll just uh, we'll go a commercial free rock block for about 17 <laughs> minutes a little van halen stalker will be playing the drums well, in his booth Phil
0: Omquist, uh, our associate producer told me and our video producer told me uh, that today in this day in history music history uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles died Oh so I would play Aww. I would play some Eagles music uh, but unfortunately it is um, it's it's all copywritten, uh-huh. so it will immediately get us taken down off
1: YouTube.
3: Eagles! Yeah. No, the different oh.
1: Eagles. Come yeah. on, John. So, God. All right, we got a lot of good stuff today. It's going to be a good show and a loaded cut sheet to boot because Kamala Harris was on The View yesterday. Oh. Well, I mean, talk about maybe a soft landing, potential uh, future spot in employment in media. Could you imagine Kamala being a
0: by the, daily panelist on The View? By the way, guys, even even your hero, Kaylee McEnany, said... Uh, uh, Kamala Harris did a very good job and a very effective
2: messaging. Uh, oh, the view last night.
1: Okay, well, yesterday. well, I'll be the judge of that. Not Kaylee. Gotcha. Well,
2: it was a low bar. <laughs> no. I mean, I think Kaylee's going with, you know, no
0: about her messaging on abortion to, oh, a, to abortion. an audience yes. filled with women. Yeah, and her message was spot on. That was Kaylee McEnany's okay. point.
1: Okay, we'll get to that as we continue. Six oh six. Thursday morning. Let's get to round number 1 of the news, the Great Dawn Stenzel.
2: Yes, good morning. Whew, we're 22 degrees warming up to 36, but we are we are coming into another winter weather advisory, so we'll have the timing of the snow coming our way. We are sponsored this morning by United Tire. So there is a breaking news story that I'll begin with this morning. Philadelphia police investigating after a man was found stabbed this morning at a SEPTA station within the past hour. So police responding to the 15th Street station at Market Street in Center City. And they say that when they arrived, those officers who were called to the scene found a man stabbed in his back. So they the, the man was, I don't know if the police, as they often do, just immediately transported him or if they they got the ambulance there. I don't have a lot of details because this is still an active situation, but we know that the victim was rushed to a nearby hospital in an unknown uh, condition. So we'll look for those updates this morning. But we've talked a lot about SEPTA and, of course, the tragic news of that innocent victim, the teenager who just turned 16 a couple weeks ago, who uh, has died after being after that bullet ricocheted remember that it was uh last mm-hmm. week and they do have two suspects juveniles 16 and 17 years old who on that's on that same platform i believe had opened fire yep on um, it, actually it was that happened i think it was last thursday right yeah. it was last week
1: i mean i guess it's all a moot point because it all falls under the umbrella of crime in general in this city but if i'm sherelle parker I have to make the SEPTA-specific violence a top priority in my crime portfolio, so to speak. Uh, You really do. I mean, the amount of times we're talking about stuff, uh, you know, either in the subways or or on on these buses. I mean, the last thing you should be expecting uh, is to be dealing with violence in public transportation. I mean, we got to do something about this. That that should be the top um, initiative when it comes to crime in this city, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and especially since we've talked about it, the school kids, especially if you're a high school senior, you don't have a bus. This is the transportation you take. But this is exactly why the Pennsylvania legislature passed that special prosecutor law, Mm -hmm. and Krasner's been, our DA Krasner's been all upset about it. But, Nick, you know, I know we talked, we, we touched on this yesterday, but, you know, the fact that Krasner, where is he? He held that big news conference last week and talked about it's all about him yeah you know is he going to hold a news conference about this person
1: and speaking of moot points i mean Sherelle parker could say all the right things and want to implement the right things and the police can arrest people but if the district attorney doesn't prosecute you that's kind of where the trail of justice hits a (laughs) hits an impasse right yeah you know and they're back on the street and you know repeat offender it's so true the vicious cycle
2: i mean they now they now have said the 16 and 17 year old krasner's office did say at the time they'd be charged as adults. Oh. So we'll, we'll, but we'll wait to see. Okay. I don't see the murder charge. Right. Right. So yeah. uh, uh, it's, just, it's just frustrating indeed. Well, let's talk about what else is going on because we do have suspects in custody. According to Philadelphia police, they assaulted a Philadelphia crossing guard. This happened in the Strawberry Mansion neighborhood, North Philadelphia, and it happened actually back on November 30th, right after school. And they say it was some kind of an altercation when a student who had just been assaulted approached the call- crossing guard and asked to use her phone to call a parent. So apparently the crossing guard was helping that victim. And when the crossing guard was helping the victim, that's according to police, when these these women, and these are these are suspects who are women to my knowledge, yes, uh, were brutally assaulted. So the teenage girl and the crossing guard who they, they need to be treated in the hospital. I mean, just a, so, uh, there were three suspects in all and 26 year old Imani Thomas identified, 18 year old Destiny Sanders. They were just taken into custody. But as far as the crossing guard, I mean, she suffered brutal injuries, a, a severe beating.
1: It's terrible.
2: <sighs> and the crossing guard, 29 year old crossing guard, she was, she tried to help that victim, that teen victim get away from the girls and she tried to help her on the bus. They literally grabbed the girl as she's she trying to get on the bus and pull her back. I mean, this was, and the crossing guard, even when they knocked her to the ground, mm-hmm. the video is very disturbing. I mean, they're stomping on her head, stomping yeah. on her. It's, it's, it's horribly violent.
1: Yeah, if you repeatedly stomp Ooh. on somebody's head, um, and we've seen a lot of these videos where people just keep stomping away on somebody's skull. You charge them with attempted murder. Well That's what I would, do. What I would
2: do. Boom, there it is.
1: You're not going to kick somebody 12 times and mm-hmm. smash their head on a, on a concrete, uh, you know, ground and, and get away with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, aggravated assault or anything like that. Now I'm charging you with with it, with, uh, you know, attempted murder.
2: So police are thanking the public because the public, the witnesses came forward and helped them identify these individuals. There's still a 15 year old out there who they believe who was involved. in and they want her to turn herself in. But they feel they have two, the two main suspects here. Philadelphia police investigating this morning after they say another incident of vandalism has happened at the Holocaust Memorial site in the city. We've talked a lot about this. So this is the second time in one week the Horwitz Wasserman Holocaust Memorial Plaza was targeted. And this is right in the Ben Franklin Parkway. So officers called to the scene yesterday right there in the 1600 block of Arch Street, about 130 Actually, yes, they were called in the afternoon, and they. In this one, this is not spray paint or that sort of thing. Uh, you can see a man carrying bags of trash and dumped garbage all all over the memorial. So, um, you know, this is the second time here, and they're still investigating all of these situations. So, um, I, I don't know that they're saying it's the same person. So, maybe a different person. They're looking at that. A uh, headline internationally for you, the U.S. carrying out another round of strikes against the Houthis in Yemen, according to U.S. officials, U.S. Central Command, marking the fourth time the U.S. has struck the Iran-backed rebel group in less than a week. Of course, we've talked about the fact that, um, you know, the Biden administration flipped back to what the Trump administration did.
1: Put them back on the terrorist list. Yes, sir. Yeah, rightfully so. They should never have been taken off in the first place.
2: Uh, amen to that. And um, Trump in New Hampshire will talk about it last night. Trump in court earlier in the day, and Jason Kelsey speaking out, doing some interviews, just saying in his. I think he did a podcast or in. Yeah, with his
0: brother. With his brothers yeah, at it, yeah,
2: and just talked about his emotions being too high to make a an official retirement decision. What's
0: interesting about this is that I believe. Nick, you would know, well, actually, maybe these days you you wouldn't know this. Okay. Adam Schefter, I believe, reported it. Yeah, yes. he jumped the gun again, didn't he? And apparently it, it wasn't, his sources were off and it wasn't true. I and know. This, guy, this is the second time this guy has done this. Yeah, he's, last... wh-
1: he's whiffed uh, multiple times recently. Yeah,
0: so it. I listened to the podcast yesterday. Okay. And it does seem like he is planning on retiring. But hasn't officially. But he hasn't officially said it and he didn't say it to his teammates like they reported.
1: I'll tell you well I mean the way he hugged um Jeff Stoutland the offensive line coach uh on Monday night and talked to him it looked like he whispered something it, it got the sense that like you could just read the kind of the writing on the wall like he yeah. was telling him like I'm done man this All is it
0: are sports journalists as bad as you know news journalists because not at the
1: level of Adam Schefter he's usually pretty darn good because is he? he's you know he's compensated well and he's got the right sources and the agents feed him things so but like lower He's level- getting ripped though right Oh yeah he should be yeah yeah he, i mean i mean ultimately he may end up being right but like the rush to get it out there this is this story by the way is not just locally
0: here like they 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 put it up on the the today show like espn's been all over it mm-hmm. like this is a
2: this is a natural story yeah so uh let's talk this morning about United Tire, our sponsor. Resolve to take care of your car this year at United Tire. From new tires to oil changes to state inspections and everything in between, let United Tire help you get your new year in gear. Visit your locally owned United Tire. Just visit UnitedTire.com. 36 degrees today, melting a little bit, but get your... Warm up your snow shovels because it starts snowing overnight later today, later this evening overnight, and just starting to snow. But the thick of it looks like it'll be mid morning tomorrow. Oh, great! So, depending on where you are, <clears throat> excuse me, depending on where you are, three to six inches. So, and and for for whatever reason, Central Jersey, because we're allowed to say that now. Because they, yes, Governor Phil Murphy says, "Yeah, it's official." But (laughs) parts of Jersey really could see the five, six inches. Okay, so it's a weird storm, and I'm looking at these meteorologists, and they're saying, "You know, this is a hard one to call." So, are they going to be wrong? Uh, is it going to be one inch, or is it going to be ten?
1: I think we have early dismissal <laughs> tomorrow on Kale & Company. We get out around 745.
0: <laughs> yeah. We just back the cut sheet, and we, yeah.
1: we bail around 740. Unlike every other job, that is
0: not uh, that is not acceptable.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Kale & Company, Newsline. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. Thursday morning, 615. Let's get to another Big Take. The Big Take. On Kale and a and big take this morning is brought to you by American Heritage Credit Union from run, run, run to drop DeSantis drop from October 2022 through May of 2023. I was of the belief that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was the GOP's best chance to take the White House back from Joe Biden. But after four indictments from Biden's weaponized DOJ against Donald Trump and a disastrous presidential campaign from Ron DeSantis, it became obvious to me and many, if not all, that DeSantis wasn't ready and Trump's likelihood of winning re-election was better than I had anticipated. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was urged to strike now. Ron was told, don't make the same mistake Chris Christie did. Your stock is as high as it will ever be. Now is the time to pounce and cash in. The reality is this. Ron has no path. None. He will finish in third in New Hampshire. Trump will finish first. Nikki Haley, with the backing of Chris Sununu, will finish second. And DeSantis will finish third. And the same results will follow him to South Carolina, the home of Nikki Haley. It is officially time for Ron DeSantis to announce that he is suspending his campaign and that he fully endorses Donald Trump as the Republican nominee to defeat Joe Biden this November. Ron can go back to Florida, continue being the best governor in the United States, and also try to win points back with Trump's MAGA base, learn from his mistakes, figure out how to be more relatable, more likable, fix your personality flaws, and perhaps he will be exactly what the Republican Party needs in 2028 when Donald Trump is out of the political space. DeSantis is a policy champion. He gets results. But in the fa- past few days, there has been plenty revealed about him that show he has more issues and mistakes to correct than just his selection of boots with heels, awkward poses and strange, uncomfortable smiles during human interactions. In a Wall Street Journal op ed, they say the following, quote, he tried a version of the Ted Cruz strategy by running to Mr. Trump's right on abortion and as an anti-woke warrior. But there isn't much room in that lane. The Florida governor earned some evangelical support in Iowa for Florida's ban on abortion after six weeks, but Mr. Trump ran as the president whose Supreme Court appointees voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Mr. DeSantis waffled on aid to Ukraine to appeal to Trump voters, but this has made him look inconsistent, end quote. In a column from TheMessenger.com, they write a long exclusive titled The Inside Story of How Ron DeSantis Got Crushed by Donald Trump, and they say the following, quote, after a year of high expectations and low results, of constant bad press and negative ads from opponents, of repeated shakeups and internal feuding, of strategic blunders and tactical mistakes, Ron DeSantis' campaign Monday suffered its biggest humiliation yet. DeSantis was, quote, never established and never established dominance, said Chris Lacavita, one of Trump's co campaign managers, which told the messenger that directly in July. Quote, if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Ron DeSantis is not the man. Donald Trump is the man, end quote. But the demise of DeSantis is really multi pronged. His prickly personality estranged one time allies, donors, and political pros, said one DeSantis advisor, quote, we had to be perfect and lucky, and we were neither. The messenger goes on to add, quote, at 45 years old, DeSantis had no close senior advisors older than he, and he had a reputation for disregarding advice and data that conflicted with his opinions. Quote, known for demanding loyalty, he doesn't frequently reciprocate. DeSantis established a top-down campaign structure designed to give him information he wanted to hear. Quote, critical voices didn't last long in his campaign. And the DeSantis campaign was too much of a DeSantis fan club, said one disillusioned consultant who used to work to elect Ron DeSantis. Said another, quote, Ron is the smartest guy in the room. Everyone else is an idiot. No one tells him he's wrong. So it didn't happen that often. Now, here is Ron DeSantis's official campaign launch ad back in May, one day before his Twitter spaces with Elon Musk. Listen and watch this.
3: Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable. And freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society, normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we proved that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder we held the line when freedom hung in the balance we showed that we can and must revitalize america we need the courage to lead and the strength to win i'm ron DeSantis, and i'm running for president to lead our great american comeback all right i said it then
1: i will say it again solid not bad not great but solid, other than the fact he, challenged, he changed the pronunciation of his last name in that campaign message. <laughs> Since then, though, it has been downhill. Remember, it's been my opinion that DeSantis was doomed the moment his Twitter space's official campaign launch with Elon Musk crashed and burned like a Tesla battery in the cold. And I would play you a clip of that debacle. And in fact, I have them in my email, but it was such a disaster filled with dead air, poor sound quality, and tech issues that you'd probably rather hear RFK Jr. clearing his throat for 10 minutes straight. And the messenger agrees. They said the following. DeSantis fashioned himself as a different type of candidate. So he decided to have a different launch on May 25th with billionaire Elon Musk. It became a glitch-filled disaster, an easy metaphor for his troubled candidacy, when the sound finally worked in the event 17 minutes in, DeSantis was somehow talking about heady topics like Chevron deference, DEI, and ESG without explaining to his audience what any of it was. Quote, his campaign said, we broke the internet. Actually, the internet broke your launch. Now DeSantis needs to realize the time is now to suspend your campaign and support Donald Trump. Go back to Florida, finish your second term strong as governor, keep kicking ass in the Sunshine State, learn the errors of your ways, fix what went wrong and be prepared to lead the GOP in 2027 and 2028 to ensure that either democratic power ends or what Trump gets rolling again keeps on rolling for another eight years four years of Trump will be good but imagine 12 years of Trump and DeSantis and how great that could be as unlikely as that might end up being God only knows what America could end up being with four more years of Joe and then Gavin Newsom, or dare we even say Michelle Obama. But DeSantis is a Harvard guy, Ivy League educated. Now we will see just how smart he really is. And that's The Big Take. The Big Take on Kalen & Company. All right, the big take this morning brought to you by American Heritage Credit Union. Increase your spending power in 2024 with an American Heritage Credit Union Cash Rewards MasterCard. Now through January 31st, earn 3% cash back on everything you buy. Visit AmericanHeritageCU.org slash credit cards today. We'll come back, get some thoughts and reaction to DeSantis. Is it time to officially close up shop? And then Donald Trump caught red-handed. We will speculate and then we'll be corrected by Don Stensland. As we continue, live on a Thursday morning, Nick Don and Greg, Talk Radio 1210
0: WPHT. It's Kale and Company, On Demand, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.
1: Mustard. Welcome back in 630, <laughs> Kale and Company, as we continue. That's always a good icebreaker, is it not? You just drop in a mustard from DeSantis, get rolling, get fired up. Hopefully all of you having a great start to your Thursday. We will get to Donald Trump coming up here in a couple of minutes. A lot of stuff out there with Trump, uh, both on a petty front as well as a legal front. Nikki Haley in the news as well, and also Gavin Newsom, California and some bands that could be coming to California. We'll get to all of that before we get to the cut sheet this morning. But I, I did want to kind of do that big take this morning on Ron DeSantis because I was thinking about the timeline of his political career yesterday. And you go back to his first term as governor, he was incredibly successful. But there was a point where he was struggling and he went to Donald Trump, he received the Donald Trump endorsement, and then things kind of skyrocketed from there. He had a great first term. The guy rolls to reelection in the fall of 2022. You can argue he was the red wave, right? Because not many people came through and delivered like Ron DeSantis did as we were all talking during the midterms. Red wave, red wave, red wave. You know, Florida and the governorship is a spot where the red wave really did roll through and deliver. It's a good way to say it. I haven't heard anybody say that. That's a very good description of what happened in 2020. Yeah. I, I mean, two you know, the, whatever it was. You know, the house took back, you know, the Republicans took back the house, uh, you know, narrowly. But most people failed, whereas DeSantis rolled. But then, you know, he runs this shadow campaign in the early portion of 2023. Right around this time last year, January and February, he was kind of lurking, kind of doing what Gavin Newsom is doing on the Democrat side of things. And then, you know, in May, it becomes official. He puts out the ad. He does Twitter spaces. It's a disaster. Uh, and the reality is he never recovered. Now, I still think he's not, he's not Ted Cruz. I don't believe that. I certainly don't think he's Chris Christie. Uh, but it is time to cut the cord. It is time to cut your losses. And hope that, you know, the the people that feel burned in the state of Florida or those that are MAGA supporters that view DeSantis as disloyal, start doing whatever you can. And it would start, I think, by saying emphatically that Donald Trump's the best option and I fully support and endorse him to take down Joe Biden. Finish up your term the whole bit. And I will say this. I'm not trying to bury DeSantis. Like if, if Donald Trump did not exist, let's just say there was a GOP world today right now where Donald Trump was not around. Like I think DeSantis would be the guy and I think DeSantis would beat Joe Biden. I also D- think Nikki Haley would beat Joe Biden. So I'm not trying to bury yeah. him. It's just like you're you you ran into a dynasty, bro. You like could, you can make you can make the argument, and I'm sure I'm
0: gonna get a lot of hate for saying this, but you could make the argument that if they didn't in- indict Trump as many times as they did, this might be a closer race than it actually is.
1: Possible, yes. Because his polls kept going up every time. They indicted him. But, you know, there's there's no shame in losing to somebody that's got a stranglehold on an industry. Like, if you lose to Bill Belichick over the last 20 years of the Patriots, there's no shame in that. It's a dynasty. There's no shame in losing to Nick Saban at Alabama. It was a dynasty. Donald Trump's had a dynasty for eight, nine years on the GOP. There's no shame in losing to Donald Trump. He's a once-in-a-generation figure yep. with a stranglehold over a party. There's no shame in that. There's there's a lot of people that would fall by the wayside to Trump. It's not an indictment against him. It just speaks va- volumes to how strong the support and love is for the guy that was the 45th president of the United States. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's not salvageable, Don. Maybe there will be somebody, I mean, let's face it, four or five years is a long time to go. Maybe somebody breaks out and DeSantis was a one-and-done, you know, and he flamed out. But it's just like time, just bro, like, hey, I support Donald Trump. Go get it done, and go back to Florida.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Right now, we're we are in the thick of this, right? But I think ultimately, once once they realize this, listen to Nick Hale, wake up, and then we, what do we do? We kind of forget about it, and then he comes back, you know, and 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 he'll be close to fifty, but, yeah, and and so he will have been. I don't know. More seasoned. Get rid of the mustard. Kind of that way he speaks. I know it's bizarre, but now you got that stinking mustard thing in my head (laughs) every time I say it. Mustard. It's the worst thing. thing Your
0: voice matters. It's the worst thing he could have (laughs) ever done. (laughs) 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 Who would have known that on National Hot Dog Day, a throwaway (laughs) question from Eric Bowling would would be listened to. By hundreds of thousands yes. of people every day in Morning Drive. Our yeah. audience loves that damn thing. I, I
1: get tweets about it all the time. Unsolicited. Yeah, I know. Like not even in response to anything I tweet. Somebody <laughs> will just tweet me at Nick Kale. Mustard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mustard.
1: Because we all hear that.
2: You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, oh my goodness. But
1: on a serious note, and, and you heard some of those quotes there from the messenger as well as other sources, you're gonna you're forty-five years old. You're gonna be 49, 50. You need to surround yourself with some more experienced people. You also need to put yourself around people and be willing to hear criticism. And if there's data points out there that says, hey, you're not resonating here or people don't like this message, like you need to take all of that into account. To be the best version of yourself. It's like the same thing in this industry. You know, there was a time 10 years ago where I I didn't like to hear any criticism from my boss or from people about, Hey, you could do this a little bit better. Or why don't you tweak this? You think you know everything. You think you everything figured out, but like you need to evolve and you're an Ivy League educated guy. And maybe there's a level of snootiness and like, Oh, I'm, I know better than everybody else, but obviously you don't because you've been polling at 19%. So something hasn't clicked. So I think it's time to really have like self-reflection professionally and be like, okay, how do I get better? Can I get better? Or am I just a quirky dude that's going to be a great governor? And that's the ceiling for me politically.
2: You know, you could argue that this was this was good in a sense, a good exercise for people like DeSantis, Haley, Ramaswamy, You know, to get their names out there, it shows you, look at all of these different individuals in the republic, the GOP, and you've, you said, you've said this multiple times, Nick, what a deep bench. And young. And, and youth too. So you have, so I just think Ramaswamy and especially Ron DeSantis, they're in the same lane. Anybody who would vote for either of them, and we talked about this yesterday, is, is, is going to, especially even with DeSantis, even though I think DeSantis really is more mm-hmm. conservative than Trump. Yeah. But that's, you know, I think that actually becomes a problem in a in a main primary election. Sure. But I just think, ultimately, at the end of the day, we will look back on this and say, all right, they, they all circled around, and they need to do that sooner rather than later, but the country, and Republicans in particular, got to meet all of the future mm-hmm. GOP, Members who, I mean, I think I I would not be surprised if DeSantis is president someday. I would not certainly be surprised if Ramaswamy and don't is forget, president someday. don't forget Nikki.
1: I mean, I know Vivek's 38, DeSantis is 45. Nikki's only 51 years old. Yeah. That's politically very young. She's yeah. three decades younger than Joe Biden. And she's learning things. And to your point, And about Trump, the, by the way. To the bench. And Trump what? And three decades younger than Trump, too. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Trump's almost almost 78, she's 51, 27 years. So, yeah, you've got youth... You've got, uh, you've got some, and, and, oh, by the way, yes, Vivek doesn't really have any skins on the wall politically, but, you know, DeSantis is going to be a two-term governor. Nikki Haley was a governor, you ambassador of the whole bit. So, um, I think it's time for all of them, but especially DeSantis. So, uh, if you guys have thoughts and you're in the DeSantis camp still, you can certainly chime in, 855-839-12. 10. All right, a uh, couple of things to get to here. Um you know what? Let's 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 save this for the other side. I don't want to rush through this. A lot of people uh going off yesterday uh in the internet world and social media about Donald Trump. The Daily Mail catches him red-handed. What exactly is going on? We will discuss and have that conversation on the other side. Kaylen Company as we continue. Nick Dawn, and Greg 6:40 on this. Thursday morning. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm so grateful for Piazza Auto Group, for Piazza Honda. That's what I drive, what my son drives, my teenage son drives. My stepson, Jonathan, went. He got a pre-owned vehicle from our friends at Piazza. And now we've got some exciting news because Piazza is welcoming two new members to their family of dealerships, Infinity Ardmore, as well as Maserati of the Main Line. Welcome in, both located on Lancaster Avenue. So you're going to receive the very same first class customer experience that you've come to expect from our friends at Piazza Premium Automobiles. So find your new or certified pre-owned Infiniti, Maserati, or other Piazza luxury brands like Jaguar, Land Rover, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, and so much more at PiazzaPremiumAutos.com P-I-A-Z-Z-A PiazzaPremiumAutos.com Tell Dawn St. you.
3: This is the
0: Kaelin Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app.
1: Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. 855-839-1210 to jump in on the show. Uh, you can get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHT. What's on the cut sheet? One hour from now and our buddy Sean Farash, Trump impersonator, coming up mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock. I believe this will be... This will be his second appearance uh, of 2024. So let's get to this Donald Trump caught red-handed story. The Daily Mail is always out there snapping photos and kind of picking up on things that usually the mainstream media either omits intentionally or flat-out misses. And there's this picture of Trump yesterday. Uh, in New York City, where he is coming out from uh, one of his uh, buildings in New York, and he puts his right hand up in the air almost as if he is waving, and there's a bunch of red kind of blotches Mm. on his hand, Uh, his thumb right below the knuckle of his um, index finger, and then up towards the tip. Of his index it's, finger.
0: It's up on YouTube right now, youtube.com slash at 1210 wphd if you have not
1: seen the photo of it. That is correct. And the Daily Mail says, as Donald Trump waved at supporters today, he flashed bizarre red splotches on his right hand. Uh, Dailymail.com capturing him leaving Trump Tower early on Wednesday morning with the mysterious red spots on his hand uh, on his way to court where he is um, obviously dealing with the E. Gene Carroll testimony in his uh, civil rights, uh, federal civil trial against him. Uh, but people on the Internet were more occupied with guessing what caused <laughs> the red marks on his fingers than the court case. Surprise! Surprise! Right, uh, because that's what the internet uh, infatuates and obsesses over, and uh, many people are saying things such as, "Oh, it's the fake suntan rubbing off," uh, "It's ketchup," "It's too many jelly donuts," um, my, funny stuff, funny stuff, yeah. right? My guess, and I look, I what the hell do I know? Right, um, he was in Iowa; it's cold. Mm-hmm. He's in New York; it's cold. Uh, so the th- first thing to me is cold, a reaction, an adverse reaction. I'm not saying hypothermia or anything like that, but I've had times where my toes have turned a little purple when I didn't wear warm enough socks and boots in the winter. That would be my first guess. Second guess would be stress and or anxiety. The dude's under a lot of pressure. You know, he's almost seventy eight years old, uh, and then maybe the most radical explanation. Would be, uh, maybe a bit of arthritis. Yeah. Guy golfs no. a lot. What do you mean, no? Golf.
2: Uh, it's
1: blisters from
2: blisters. golf. Blisters. Yeah. Blisters hey, from golf. That's blisters what from, look. So that, okay, so look. that's what you think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Look at it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. Yeah. Look at, uh, look at, Nick, you're a golfer. You should know this. Look at, uh, look at where it is on his yeah. index finger, uh, the right uh, part or the, the, the thing on his palm there and on, like, that's how you hold a club, right? Well, yes. That's where you hold the club? Yep. Yes. and like that grip his, it tightly.
1: He's a right-hander, so he yep. would have a glove on his left hand. That's his right hand, so that would not yep. be gloved unless you're one of those whack jobs that wears gloves on both hands, which I don't trust those people. Uh, but that's a different story for a different day. My guess, is, now, I, I don't, look, I know he plays a ton of golf, but we you know, has he been in Florida recently? Because that's about the only place you could probably play golf right now in the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah, he's
2: back and forth, Okay, sure. Because he's and, been in,
1: what, Iowa, New York, New Hampshire, Unless you are playing golf at, um, you know, in one of those indoor domes, you can't play golf right now this time of year. Unless you are in a tropical climate, my guess was it was just from being in the cold in mm-hmm. Iowa.
2: No, look at it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's one hundred percent blisters from golfing, and they're okay.
2: common. I mean, they're common among golfers. Oh, I know. Yeah, especially if you are. They always say if you are making a a big grip change. So maybe, you know, we got to
0: listen to this swing, swing to Stensland. I know (laughs) the grip change,
2: the grip. It's the grip change. Right. Right. But there by the looks of it, they so blisters like that take a while to heal. Mm -hmm. And he probably you never you're not supposed to pick at it. Right. We debate this in my house. Yeah. Like, you know, pick it. Don't pick at it. He picked at it.
1: We should get Opelko on the line. He plays more golf than Trump. (laughs) <laughs> he was he, Opelka was
0: in the YouTube chat. I'm not sure if he still is, but okay. he was in the YouTube chat. So, it, Mike, if you're if you're listening or yeah. you're watching, I'd comment on the.
1: I got to be honest. Golf never came across my mind. I was thinking just you know, hey, it's it's cold as hell out, and maybe like chapped hands you know, or something. Have, now. Yeah,
0: chapped wow. hands are more. It it's more like almost scaly. Like yeah. the, those are those are blisters, blisters from gripping something. You know, none of us. Um, not that he does a ton anyway, but none of us do. Uh, hard labor. <laughs> so no, we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't sure know. We wouldn't know what blisters on the hand look like. Excuse <laughs> me. Right. Because oh well, okay,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Don
0: does, you know, long the t- work and I know. everything. The two in the men house. on this show don't do any right. hard labor. So we would have no idea yeah. what blisters on our hand look like. Nope. But Nick, I got to say to you, you play a lot of golf. You've never had blisters? I have,
1: but they've never looked like that. They're more like they're more like calluses. Like if you've ever been in a gym and you've lifted for a while and you didn't wear weightlifting gloves and you're gripping the dumbbells and the barbells and there's like that little tacky stuff on it, it starts to dig at your skin a little bit. But like I'm I'm a guy that just leaves the, the the callus go. Joseph on the YouTube chat has a
0: great comment and I used to get this all the time because I played drums. Mm-hmm. Those are I he didn't get it from that. But but you like when you grip the drums too hard mm-hmm. or you play them too I used to get blisters on my hands all the time. Yeah. Cuz I used to play really really hard.
1: I I think lost in all of this <laughs> is the the real conversation that we should be having not not what exactly it is. But why this is such a big deal And my guess is, now this this is Courtesy of the Daily Mail, so I have no idea If mainstream media is covering no, this No, this,
0: this is this is something that lives online
1: Yeah, only. because I would think that mainstream Media would want to cover this And make a big deal of it Because then they could start doing what they always do Take things out of context And then start raising all the speculation And the fear <laughs> of, oh my god, does Trump have He's 78 years old See, he's just like Joe, he's just As old, He's fr- he could be going yeah. through some stuff at, at his elder point in his life as well if i'm the democrats the left the mainstream media that's what i'm doing no. and saying see your guy's vulnerable as well
0: it would be it would be a mistake for them to do that you know why why because any blue collar guy unlike the three of us <laughs> sorry don but any blue collar <laughs> guy looks at that and be like yeah it's blisters from working yeah, yeah. You know what I mean like like that's that's how most people who don't do what we do mm-hmm. look at that stuff. They're like, "Yeah, of course, they're blisters from working. We get those all the time." Yep. But right. us, we're like speculating like, "What could it be? I don't know. Could it be this? Could it be that?" Yeah. what could it be?
2: I have blisters on my hands and, uh, all the time because yeah. I especially in the summertime. Right. So what right away when I saw it, I thought I thought they're blisters from golf. He's probably changed his mm-hmm. grip, but also to your point about going up north, he, when you wear glove when you have blisters and then you wear gloves, it makes it worse. because oh. then if your hand at all th- if it pr- perspires at all, which it's going to a little, mm-hmm. then that rubs against the friction and yes, and agitates your blister. Yeah. That's to me that's what happened.
1: Okay, well, a lot of people were
0: wondering <laughs> what it was. Uh, Mike Michael Pelka is on the YouTube chat and he says it's definitely golf. I said it on Twitter. Everybody needs to be first with things. I know. Calm down. Yeah, have we, we learned from Adam
1: Schefter that being first doesn't mean you're always right? We're having a conversation here. Yeah.
2: Uh, the comments online were funny. One person said, "Early stage leprosy." Then your measles.
0: Point, measles. Oh, measles. Measles. Yeah. Come yeah. on. He was. He was in Philadelphia. He got measles.
1: Yeah. One guy said he must have made a late night McDonald's run.
0: <laughs> Mustard? <laughs> no, it's ketchup. So and James Carville, I said this at the top of the hour. Yeah, uh, James Carville speculated that it was syphilis. And now, was he? Of s- course, he was kidding. Okay, he was kidding. I, I, I don't. He, I mean, James Carville is a he, he's nuts. Okay, so, <laughs> you know. All right. But he said
1: he, he had spoken to many doctor friends, and they said it's definitely syphilis. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. If you want to jump in, 855-839-1210 is the number on social media at 1210 WPHT. So a lot of people arriving at the conclusion, uh, Don Opelka, that this is uh, golf-related. And, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe he'll be asked about it when he comes out of a court, and he'll uh, he'll say that it's it's golf-related. Might even get new grips on his clubs. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean. Today
2: he's not in court though because it's his mother-in-law's funeral. Ah, that's
0: putting correct, putting a little, uh, you know, put a little grip on there or something. You know,
1: a little tape. Yep. Can you put a little
0: tape on? on sure. There? Yeah. You do
1: all sorts of stuff. What well, Tiger Woods had those issues for years with his fingers. So you, so the the hand that you
0: grip, I, I'm not a golfer, so I don't know. So if you're you, right-handed. Your
1: dominant grip is your left, left hand. hand. Okay. And then the right one just kind of comes in gently. Gotcha. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to squeeze the hell out of the club because that's how you. Don't hit the ball as far and, and things like that. I mean, a lot of people are saying
2: you want to pound it, you can, <laughs> and then do like a dry rub. So
1: you can't. That's why you can't do a dry rub that's because sweet. your hands look like Trump. Then,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not doing much cooking. Right,
1: that's correct. Not at that age. <laughs> All right. Uh, his, his stove's kind of burned out a few years ago. We'll come back, kick off hour number two on a serious note with Donald Trump, a sleeping giant case that could very well impact 50% of what Jack Smith is trying to accomplish on the case with January 6th, if you are very fascinated about that from a legal perspective, it's a little wonky. We'll go through it. I think I've simplified it as good as you can. We'll do that when we kick off Hour 2 after Dawn's news. Cale & Company, 7 o'clock hour next on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
0: Start your day with Cale & Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app.